You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Yo, 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 what is up? It's your boy, Sterls, and it's the Chop Up. How are you guys doing tonight? I hope all is well. Hope all is good. To my home and to yours, it's the Chop Up right now. Oh, Richard Rush is in the house. What's up, fam? How you doing? This show is brought to you by the Jordan Poyer Foundation. We want to thank uh, Jordan Poirier and, and you know, I say it every week, but all the work on and off the field, man. I think uh, anytime you can get back to the community, I think uh, as an athlete, as with a platform as such, it's the right thing to do. You know, some people aren't as fortunate, right? And then we all need, we all need a little bit of help every now and then, right? So shout out to my man Jordan and everything he does. Right now is me solo rocking the mic right now. Aubro Poe. I'm sure he'll be here in a minute, but how are we feeling? How are we feeling? You know, that's what we're going to talk about tonight. Uh, Because I'll be honest with you, I'm still not over Sunday. And maybe y'all can help me get over it. But I can't shake the feeling. I just can't. And I can't make allowances for mediocre play. You know, I feel like this team, Super Bowl is the goal, not the divisional round, not making the playoffs. Listen, if we were the Atlanta Falcons, if we were the Los Angeles Raiders, if, right, like, great. That That's your goal is to get to the play or the Las Vegas Raiders, sorry. That the goal is, you know, let's get to the playoffs. But I can't sit here and say that I'm optimistic about what I've seen. I'm not optimistic about what I think the season could be right as of right now. And I hate that feeling, man. Like, I want the season to matter. I mean, I'm not saying, like, the Bills aren't going to make the playoffs, but that's not the goal. That's not the um, – I'm sure the players don't feel that way. Like, they, I'm sure they're thinking the same way. Super Bowl, baby. 
But I don't want to sit here and make excuses. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to make excuses. I want to be excited. I want to feel like I felt like after the the, the, the Dolphins win. That That's what I like to feel like. It's balanced. Offense is playing well. Defense is playing well. All three phases, offense, defense, special teams. Offensive line is doing great. And I know, you know, the season is full of ebbs and flows. I totally get that. I totally get that. But where do we go from here is the question. Where do we go from here? And that's something that I don't know. Chris716 says, get it together, guys. Go Bills. (laughs) It's not that easy, my friend. It's not that easy. Reptile, my dog, says, it's the realization that we we aren't what we hoped we would be, right? Yeah, yeah. It, it's now it's it's one of those things. Okay, so let's 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 kind of and this is therapy for me too because we're gonna talk it out. I think in life things happen all the time, and you gotta be able to like for me when when things happen in my life, things that aren't whether they're in my control or not, sometimes. I like I like to sit there and think about okay, what can I control? What part of it is mine to take? Like, what's my responsibility? Did I wrong someone? Did uh, I say the wrong thing? Do the wrong thing? Or was this just a situation that happenstance? Like it just happened. And I look at this Bills, this Bills football team, and a lot of it is, man, there's nothing you could do about injuries, right? That's one part. The other part is, I know what Josh Allen can be. I know what this offense can be. Why isn't it reaching its potential? And please save me on the, well, the Bills are still ranked third in the league in scoring. That ain't good enough to me. It's not good enough. I'm sad about the usage of Dalton Kincaid thus far. Yes, I know he's a rookie. But you saw on Sunday, like, when they actually want to use him, He's good. Like, it's not one of those. I feel like in this situation, it's not one of those things where we got to wait for him to be productive. Like, Dalton Kincaid, out of the box, is a, is a tight end ready to contribute day one. That's what they drafted him for. I don't. They didn't draft him to, uh, let's see, you know, wait and see approach. I want to see more. I want to see more. And it ain't good enough right now. And there he is. All bro. Oh, what's well, what's good with you? I was having some computer difficulties. Oh, you're good, man. So my opening monologue here, maybe, you know, I, I know you probably feel a little bit different, but I just can't get over Sunday. I know a lot of people want to turn the page, but I, I'm looking at not just the lost Sunday, but just as a whole, like the injuries, the 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 lack of uses for Kincaid the sputtering of the offense, um, Josh Allen, you know, erratic at times. I'm just like, man, like my, my, my thought was this, and maybe you, you can chime in on this, but if we were the Atlanta Falcons or the Las Vegas Raiders and making the play, well, making the playoffs is just good enough. You know what I'm saying? But the expectation and the, the ceiling with this team, the potential is so great. Like, it's Super Bowl now. Like, they've already established the – when Tyrod took the Bills to the playoffs, 
right? That's one thing. But now it's a different ball game, man. What? How are you feeling from Sunday to now? I mean, Sunday was not didn't feel good. We lost to a team that was inferior, and we didn't play good. Like we, it wasn't like we played a good game and they played a good game, and and we could feel good about where we were at. We just didn't play a good game. And it's unfortunate that um, it's actually fortunate that we have a short week because we can just get over it. You know, I, I'm, I'm over it. And I, and I, I know a lot of people were still stuck in um, kind of like feel sorry for us land. And it's just going to keep getting harder and harder and harder to stack wins. So um, I, I, I'm over it. I'm onto the books. See, I knew I see this is why we're such a good team because I knew I had a good feeling that you come in here and say that. I had a good feeling that my dog would come in here and be like, Yeah, well, you know, it happens and you know, just on to the next. Yeah. But no, I, I, I can't get there. I wish I could get there. Like when I get into an argument, it takes me a while to like calm to come down. You know, it takes me a minute to get up, but when I get up. I stay up there and it's like, everybody else is cool now. And I'm still over here, you know, thinking about this and doing this and that. And it's like, man, bruh. And then, so on Twitter, there's an array of emotions on Twitter, which you've seen. I'm talking from fire McDermott to fire Dorsey to, I mean, it's all over the place. And, and, and it's like, I don't want to partake in that. I don't want to be that like, I mean, if and if you if you're one that has that opinion, that's totally fine. It's just a little unrealistic right now, right? So it's 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 the balance of trying to find the middle ground with how you feel with this football team. That's where we're at. Yeah, and look, I have my skin. Like I was gonna come on here if I, if we started out together, I was gonna. Like we spent 15 minutes talking about what happened on uh, during that game and how. The offense, I feel like, needs to get going. You got to let Josh go more. The defense has got to be able to get stops late in games. Like, but when I hopped in here, it's just like we all know what we saw. <laughs> we all know what happened. Like, we know that this Bills team beat a team forty-eight to twenty. That's a very good football team. They're all in the Dolphins and. So I can't sit here. These people, I seen somebody on a podcast the other day say, oh, we're just a mid-tier team. We are. I We are What's... playing underachieving. We're playing like a mid-tier team, but we watched this team beat a Dolphins team 48 to 20. So I like with the injuries, does it, does it suck? Yeah, but we are this team can go deep into the playoffs with, with the injuries that we have. You think so? extremely confident? I, I, I'm not there, and I don't know how I don't know how you get there. Like, like that's not championship level football. Like the injuries alone, I think, really hurts this team, like just in and of itself, right? I think everyone healthy. We're good, you know what I'm saying? But like right now, dude, it, it just doesn't it just doesn't look it just doesn't even look without, promising. okay. If we look at our history, even in 2021, even without Daquan and without um Milano, 
we I mean our defense was similar in 2021, like skill wise, because Milano hadn't formed into what he was. Tremaine wouldn't hadn't formed into what he was. Trey Trey was our all pro. We had him back, but so we we were similar in 2021, and we lost the game nine to six to the Jaguars to put us at seven and five or seven and six or whatever it was at the time. Uh-huh. And that was the year that we go to the AFC championship. So like if we go, but we back can't to expect, history, we can't expect that all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like it's been this exact same style of playing, of struggling early. It's different. It's not, it's not, it's different. Dog. It's not different. It's, <laughs> it's, your expectations have gotten higher and higher yeah. each so, year. So it's more disappointing now. It's not different. It's the same thing. It's just more disappointing now for you because you were like, oh, it's definitely like we came in ready Super Bowl. That time when we lost the Jags, we came in like, yo, let's get to the playoffs and let's try to do something. So the, the expectation, the disappointment is a little bit different now, but it's the exact same story. What do you guys think in the comments? Is it the exact same story right now or does it feel different? And I think it feels different because – like personnel changes, you know, they're, they're different players on this team, different coordinator. Uh, and then you see overall, I feel like there's no dominant team in the league right now. You know, there, there's some, which I guess plays well into what, you know, what we got going on here, but I feel like that's the time that you take advantage of this. Like it, looking at Kansas city, there is no Tyree kill with paired with Travis Kelsey anymore. Like you could beat the chiefs. Yeah. You look at the Bengals, like, there's nothing about the Bengals right now that scare me. I mean, they'll exploit our corners to death, but okay. Like their offense line is horrendous, you know, and, and you look around the, and, and then you got the dolphins where can they beat a winning uh, a team with a winning record? Their offense is very consistent, which I appreciate, but can you beat a team with a winning record? And then you got the bills with um, a ton of injuries and we go out and we sign, you know, Josh Norman and, Ilianku to the practice squad and people are excited about it. And I'm just like, why are y'all, why are we excited about this? I, well, and, then, and then you got the Eagles. Oh, they're getting Kevin Byer. Who's excited about There are people excited. I'm not saying names. Sarah, she's excited because we got Ilianku. But there's people excited that we got, we're adding them to the practice squad. I know we're adding them to the damn practice squad. But like we gotta, we gotta remember he ain't coming in here. It's not like he's gonna come in here and make a difference. He's a practice squad player for a reason. But okay, to give to give some some Go ahead. pressure off of Sarah. <laughs> no, Eli, no, I don't mean it. Sarah's not the only. One. I'm just using that as an example. Right, right, right. But like Eli is a double eater, which is what you were missing this last week. One tech, so like, yes, he's a sure. double two gapping defense. I don't know. He's not good. No, he's not. He's not a, a playmaker. He no. will go in there and he will eat a double a hundred percent of the time. Like that's just what he does. And like, it's not flashy. It's not a Daquan Jones where you're going to be able to get off, get plays, get some pass rushing. Like Eli will be able to eat a double, which is what we were missing this last week. Sure, sure, sure. Game. So. Um, that's something to be okay, happy about. But I we still created three point nine, so like something else could be coming up. Linebacker, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. John Warrow says, you know, this is just uh, money for you know the restructuring of, of Deion Dawkins' contract. It's just you know money to to like roster fodder, basically, is what he's saying. Um, this doesn't sound. I don't know. 
I hope it's for a move. You don't clear 3.9 for roster fodder. You clear 1.8, 1. 1. You know what I mean? Like, you don't clear 3.9 for roster fodder, in my opinion. Um, you would think so. Like, and you don't, if you're not going to do anything, why clear anything in the first place? Like, why give him a signing bonus? He, I, I, I know you don't want to spend, the owners don't want to spend 3.9 for no reason to give sure. him a check. You know what I mean? Like, like it, they have to go to, um, these owners and be like, hey, we need you to write a check for 3.9 for Deion Dawkins. We're going to do this, this, and this with that money. Like, it's not for roster fodder, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's not. Man, I, I, you know what? I feel like Jekyll and Hyde. That's what I feel like. Like, you know, Monday I was like, you know what, man? I'm going to try to stay off Twitter. And I, you know, it just it is what it is. Like this team has championship DNA. That's what I told myself, right? I wake up today and I'm like, hell no. <laughs> like you can't fix the defense, right? Like the front seven. There's, you know, right. It, it's just you we can't. got we got cornerbacks that you can't fix. I'm it. not excited about the corners situation right now. Are you? I'm not. I'm not mad about it. Yeah. They didn't tackle well this last weekend, but they covered fairly well. The corners in general, Terrence they, ha- they had nobody to cover. <laughs> well, Terrence struggled covering the born in the slot and, and the tight end. So, like, Terrence didn't have a, the best game this last weekend, but, like, we know, we all know what Terrence, we all know what Terrence can bring you. And our corners just didn't tackle very well, which is unfortunate. But I'm not mad at what the corner like. They, we know what they're going to give us. We know what Dane's going to give us. CB is actually elevating to a fairly good cornerback right now. Sure. Okay. And, yeah. And uh, I this is a better situation than we were in last year when we didn't have Trey, and the year before that when we didn't have Trey. In my opinion, that I mean that's that's a fair assessment. That's fair. Boy, it's not anywhere near when we first started the season though. And and I know people are like, dude, get over it. But I just can't. Like, Sarah, look, Sarah, <laughs> thanks, Jer. She calls you Jer Bear. Thanks for having my back. Sterl's in his feelings. I That's, am in my feelings, your, man. Your your efforts in mimicking Sarah are, have been horrendous this season. <laughs> horrendous. <laughs> horrendous. Your, your efforts in mimicking Sarah have I, been horrendous. They're not. They're, they're, good. they're solid. Terrible. They're Terrible. solid. They're Terrible. solid. I need something to feel good about. What is there to feel good about right now? Uh, well, I mean, we play on Thursday. That's something to feel good about. <laughs> what do you mean? Okay, let's play a scenario right now. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. What, what happens when we lose? How are you going to feel? Because, listen, it depends how I need some it. people on my side here, apparently, because everybody's on your side and, oh, you know, just reasonable, and I just – my credit score is 800 right now, and I go to work every – not. I, I, I need somebody on my side, bro. What, what are you – why? For what? Why you want people to I, panic? I'm alone. You? I'm alone in, in my – You should not want feelings. to be in that panic, panicky – like, it's just not – for what, though? It's not good for your heart. It's bad stress Sorry. levels. See, like, I knew you were going to come. For why would you want to be that stressed? Because I love like, this I team, bro. I love this team. I see what they can can be and do. Like then you got why are we mad? If you see what they can be and do, why are we mad right now? Because they're playing like with. crap. That game's over with. We're it, on to it this wasn't game. just that game. We're on to that. We're, we're four we're, and three. I mean, like with losses to who do we lose to? We were Patriots, five and three last Jets. year. And who else did we lose four. to? The Jaguars. 
<laughs> yeah, well, Shit. at least like we've seen how, how we can play against a good football team. I, I would I would rather see that early. Like previous years, we've struggled against good football teams and just kind of hammered down the bad football teams. Yeah, we're losing to bad football teams that we should beat, but in previous years, we have hammered bad football teams and 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 gotten beat by uh, good football teams during the season. Yeah. No. All right, so let, let's let's put some wheels to this, right? How do we get out of the funk? How do we look past all the things that are wrong and highlight the things that maybe we can hang our hat on that's good moving forward or think or quick changes or no, not even quick, but changes that can be made to kind of right the ship offensively? Because I feel like defense is what it is. You know, I think Sean's gonna he, he's gonna scheme up some stuff and maybe maybe get some different guys and some like Elianku. Maybe they start him, you know, next to Ed Oliver. Who knows? But they got to do something because those guys are mowed off the ball. Cole Strange and them boys. They killed David David Andrews. Killed them boys up front on, on Sunday. And you know what? Teams are gonna they're gonna see that and they're gonna be like, yeah, we're just gonna run the ball down your throat. The Bills have a terrible run defense defensive average over 130 yards per game right now and then here here i am being negative again what can we look forward to what is there that we have a game on thursday that's what i'm that, gonna say that's <laughs> what you have to say yes what do you mean like you don't look back to look forward to something right you don't look you know you don't look back into your past to try to build up uh, uh something good looking for your future like, that's like being in a toxic relationship and you just go you know what i love you that's it. That's all I got. Well, what is what is toxic about a toxic relationship? You guys both worrying super a lot about your past, and you put that on the other person. You just, you put that on someone else. You put that on the other person. So now, like I'm judging you based off of what happened in my past, or I'm making you feel uncomfortable based on what happened in my past. No, you if you just drop everything, live in the present, and look to the future, it's different. I'm telling you, it's just a mindset. Jerber, I want I, I want I want you to want to do the dishes. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's fine. That's fine. All right. Okay. So so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna put a positive. I'm gonna try to I'm gonna attempt to be positive throughout the duration of the show. But first, let's get our sponsor, Picasso's Pizza. Hey, football fans! The season is here, so you know that means family, football, and food. But for the NFL's best fan base, it can't be just any food. Bill's Mafia only eats the best during the season. And the best is Picasso's Pizza. With four great locations in Western New York, it's so easy to treat yourself to the most flavorful pizza on game day. Picasso's. We are Buffalo Pizza. Shipping local and nationwide. Order online at picassospizza.net. Picasso's Pizza. Make sure you get a slice, baby. <laughs> All right, positive, <laughs> positivity. Here we come. You see, I'm faking the funk here. All right, so there was a comment in in here talking about Dalton Kincaid. I think that's something we can be positive. Like that's a thing where I feel like eight catches, 79 yards, of what he had on Sunday or something like that. Um, maybe Josh can start looking at him as a second option in this offense because Gabe Davis be ghosting, but he played a really well, good game. This is my problem. This is my problem with like in look. Don had a great game, and the Patriots give up yards to tight ends. So I'm unclear 
okay. of how we go into that game not taking advantage of our, our two tight ends and throw and and lacing that middle curl to flat area with with Kincaid and Knox all game rather than and I understand Knox had a, a, a wrist thing so like but lacing it all game because we understand that Patriots that's what they lack we have the personnel on offense to okay. just take advantage of whatever that team's worst thing is and we didn't until halftime hmm. this last weekend we didn't take advantage in like I don't expect Dalton to have if, if we're planning to get a good linebacking crew, which we are going to be this weekend. I, I don't expect Dalton to go for 80 every game, but sure. we can take advantage of what we have the personnel to take advantage of the team's worst, um, the team's worst idealistics on defense. Like yeah. they, it, this team, they give up the D ball, the Buccaneers, they give up D balls, balls over the middle. Like, their defense is solid, but their their safeties can get you know what I mean. So like I expect Diggs and Gabe to have good games over the middle, Sherfield to get some spin, Shakir. Like I'm expecting, I'm gonna my expectations for this offense is still the same. You think so? I expect Dorsey to call a better game, and I expect at some point they're gonna let Josh go. Yeah, I think I I think you know that point right there. That's that's the thing, man. That that's really frustrating. Is that why would you want to cage Josh Allen? You know what he is. You know why they they want to protect him. Who's who's philosophy? Who's philosophy is that? I, I understand protecting him in terms of like physical, of, of you know, getting beat up. Right. That's what that's what it is. So like without Josh's run game, you can drop eight and or drop seven and and sit on certain routes and double two people and. Which I'm like Gabe and Gabe and Diggs were getting bracketed all day. Uh, looking back at it, and like, Gabe had five targets, right? Just but, five. Diggs and, had six catches. And I don't know how many targets Diggs has, but he's throwing the ball to Diggs a lot, even when he's getting bracketed, which is fair because he's getting he he's a good route runner. He's a great route runner. He can beat brackets. But my point is like when you're drop when you're dropping that many, you have to his run game has to be a threat. You can't take that away like. And they've done it for the first seven weeks. They have to, they have to open it up. They have to open it up for him and let him play free, in my opinion. Yeah, you know, I think the comments that he made. Uh, yes, you know, I have it. Yes, mom. Hey, <laughs> mama P. Mama P <laughs> in the house, baby. Um, did you did you see what uh, Josh said earlier today? This was reported by Alex uh, Brasky on Josh Allen. Josh says, "End quote." After week two, I've been trying to find a zone throughout games. I feel I perform the best way, but maybe I need to let my emotions show more. If I can limit my energy and my heart rate, I think I I think a little bit more. I think a little I can think a little bit more, sorry. But maybe I need to think less and play football. How does that hit you when you hear that? I say he's <laughs> look. I have said in the past that Josh needs to, and I said this on Twitter the other day, Josh needs to be able to play free and then somebody has to reel him back in if he goes over the top on the field in mm -hmm. game day. Mm -hmm. Not set up a game plan to reel him back in early. You have to let him play and then be able to reel him back in throughout the game if he's going over the top with it. That's, that's in my opinion, they try to stop that 
to like with the game plan. They try to stop him from doing the wild things with the game plan. And half of his, not half, but like a good portion of his big plays are by him playing free, by yep. him playing like not thinking what's there. Obviously, still being a quarterback, but I, I want him to be able to run the ball. I want him to be able to throw off the run, throw these deep ball, like scramble and throw these deep balls. Like I, I don't know. I, I, I personally would rather him get reeled back in. This is why I don't mind. I would rather have Dorsey on the sideline. Um, you you think, okay. Uh, because I, I don't think McDerm- McDermott's the type of person that's going to kind of just let, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, somebody that's going to yell at Josh yes. needs to be on the sideline. Yes. And, and maybe not yell at him, but talk to him. But, right, right, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think and, that's where the, I think that's where like, uh, at the other Allen, right, comes in and, you know, uh, Joe Brady comes in and be like, yo, like, okay, this is what we saw on this last drive. Joe Brady, short, like, Joe Brady needs to, in my opinion, needs to be a little bit more vocal if he's gonna be on sideline. Kyle right. Allen, Josh is not gonna sit there and look at Kyle Allen and be like, okay, so you know he I mean? somebody's got to get his ear. And then it's not, you, you, you know, what's funny is though, we, you and I talked about this on the post game show. Did we not talk about this? How like Josh does not look this like the same player, like, he does not show the same fire that he once had and look, and it came out this week. So we were on to something there. Um, but I think, I think you're completely right there. Like Josh needs to just let it loose, man, because he, well, he has to let it loose and somebody has to be able to reel him back yep, in. But like, for sure. That, because when you let him loose and nobody reels him back in, that's when you get like, in my opinion, that's when you get like some of the crazy errors that he has. Sure. And I'm not, I also don't want him to have the, so like I I it's like a, there's a habit medium that they have to find with Josh and the offense in itself right and and they just haven't found it yet which is why I'm they will find it at some point that's why I'm not like I'm not panicking my dog Brian is up in here yeah he he wants to know what's going on with Josh you know I think it's up to the coaches to read the room like you Josh is a feeling player like he feels and I think the team really feeds off his energy. Like, you yeah. you hear Von Miller talk about, one of the reasons why I came is like, yo, I see the way Josh Allen plays. Like, I want to be a part of that. It's contagious. It's infectious. When he stiff arms, Diggs. when he yeah. stiff arms a guy, jumps over a guy. Like, those plays matter to the team in general because this team is very, like, momentum-based. Mm-hmm. And which yep. is, I, I, I do, this is why, this is what I'm saying. Like, this is why I'm not panicking because I know they're going to find it at some point. Yeah. And I know Josh is going to find it at some point. He's done it for the last three, four years where he's he's played a little bit struggling in the early early in the season. And then we hit a stride at some point in the season where we win, where we rack off four or five, six wins straight. Like that's that's what we've been. That's that's what we've what's happened in the past. So like if I'm looking at the past, uh, I'm not looking just at this immediate past. I'm looking at the entirety of Josh's career. And this is how it's looked. You know, you know what the silver lining that we like, if you want to be positive, the silver lining that you can take away from this whole situation with Josh Allen is that he's coachable. He's coachable, even even to his detriment. He's coachable. He's a leader. Like, I appreciate that. I mean, when you look at it, like, I'm going to be honest, I'm kind of starting to disagree with Sean McDermott and, and his philosophy in terms of how he views this offense. I think maybe that's kind of some of the beef he and Dable had. But I think, you know, let you know, maybe and maybe I I need to loosen up on Ken Dorsey. Like y'all, they need to just let whatever makes Josh 
the best, play to that. Don't be trying to to put all this other stuff in that he don't he gives a, a flip about. Put well, Josh in the best position to succeed. If, okay, so I understand the mentality that McDermott has. Yo, let's let's dial him back and let him kind of feel out games mentally throughout the season, and then we're supposed. The problem with that is we're supposed to pull out these close wins against bad teams. That's what other teams are doing. They're winning these close games against bad teams, finding a way to get it done. And we've lost three of them now. And had we won those games, nobody would really be saying that right now. And then at some point, you'd be able to let him loose, and this this offense is still going to find its full stride at some point. So, like, if if we were able to win these close games that looked ugly, we could be sitting at five or, yeah, six and one right now. Um, say we won two of them sitting at six and one and we still haven't hit our full stride yet. And that would be more ideal. We just haven't pulled it out when it mattered. And they opened up Josh in the fourth quarter. And I just would rather prefer they opened him up earlier. You know, I I, I can see that. It, it's it's here's 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 a problem with all that though. When you double down on this idea 12, okay. And it is, is, it's not work. I mean, when you use it as much as they do and it's not as successful as you want it to be, I think it, you fail, you're failing Josh Allen. Like here's the, here's the, I'm cool with Dalton Kincaid. I, I like him a lot, but man, when you see guys like Jordan Addison, tear it up, tank Dell, you trade it up for a tight end. Like you, you know, Josh likes to throw to wide receivers. And you got a $14 million tight end who ain't doing nothing in Dawson Knox. Why do you double down on a, a, on Dalton Kincaid and then you call him Swole Beasley, Cole Beasley 2.0, whatever you want to call him, and then you barely use him? That's the problem I have, man. Like, And we talked about this uh, when it happened. Like, How confident are we in the Bills and their philosophy, Ken Dorsey, Sean McDermott, to put players in the best position to succeed, not name Josh Allen, not name Stefan Diggs. That's the problem. So now it's like they're trying to square peg round hole. Um, I, in my opinion, you're going to need 12 personnel to, to finish games at some point. At times. Along the line. Like if you're looking at, I'm, I mean, I'm talking about like, would it matter? Like, like when you need a six minute drive in the fourth quarter of a playoff game, like that's, when we have the lead, when we have the lead in football games, none of this set of stuff is the same. It's when we're trying to run this stuff when we're losing, and we're trying to run twelve for a whole half when we're starting out losing. Like Why? that, that's when they've struggled. Like the Jets game, this game, the the Jags game. Like we've struggled trying to run a twelve personnel when we're when we're down, and like when we're down, you kind of got to get you got to get your offense going a little bit more up tempo. And the defense is gonna have to hold it down uh, for long drives. Like that's, I'm, I, I'm hoping that they're just finding yeah. their their, um, and I believe that they're just finding their wave of how they want to call a game and how they need to call a game when they're winning, when they're losing, they're learning. This is a completely different style of team yeah. that we have this year rather than last year and the year before. But the results have been the same. So I have an idea. Tell me, tell me how you feel about this. Now, we, we kind of just set the table, right? We talked about the kind of player Josh Allen is. Like, we were, we're reminding ourselves who he is, how he likes to get things done. 
I think it's time to start flirting with the idea of, of you know, no huddle offense at times, not all the time, but like to start the game off or, you know, bring it out in the second quarter to jumpstart the offense. I think, you know, we can't go a full half with sputtering offensive results, right? They need to, they need to figure out something, some sort of, you know, schematically to where they start off quick, get Josh going, get his confidence going and let it, let's roll. I'm tired of this, you know, trying to play checkers when everybody else playing chess stuff. I'm under the assumption that they tried to do that this last because we came out and I can't, well, I don't know for sure, but throwing a pick on the first play of your first drive and them going down and scoring and being down 10-0, like that changes the way you have to play. Right. It sure does. And so, like, I don't know if they went back to their script stuff on the second drive and the third drive, kind of trying kind of trying to get back what they were going to do in the the early part of the game. But um, I don't know. I, I just think that this game played out <laughs> the exact way that you don't want this game to play out in terms of the personnel that we have on offense and defense. And, um, and it's, this game was different than the, the Jags and the, it and was the, like, it was the same, it was the same style of game, but it, Played the way it played out early in the game was just different in terms of like that's how we don't want a game to go. That's the exact opposite of how we want a game to go. Getting down 10 0 is not going to be good for this team at any point in the season. Yeah. And this is the NFL. Like getting down 10 0 to anybody in the NFL is just not a good thing. And you know what the crazy thing about that is? They overcame it. They overcame that deficit. It came late, but they came back. And you can't really, you, I mean, that's something that you could take away. And I hate silver lining, but like, you know, I want to be positive. I want to be realistic too, though. Like, they can do it. You know, they can do it. It's just a matter of like, they got to, I think they're doing, I think they're doing Josh Allen disservice about how they're treating him. And I think that's the major thing right now. You know, I don't think you can baby, you can't baby him. Yep, you can't. Like, he, and while he's this Josh Allen, you could baby him when he turns 30, 31, 32, and you want to elongate his his years, whatever. And like right now, this is what I said last year. Right now, his running, his ability to make plays and turn up the team, and that you have to utilize it because that's a big part of who he is. It's a big part of his game. And that, that'll open up everything else. They try to baby him, like, and I go back to historically they try to baby him all the way up until halftime of that Buccaneers game and at halftime they went into the locker room and they said and Josh was like or I don't know who it was at that time whether it was Dayball Josh or or, or yeah Dermot, they said all right we're not doing this anymore you're gonna go out there Josh ended up hurting his his calf in that game but he went out he there lit and them yeah. boys up <laughs> so it was like, a completely different team in the second was, half right and so I see that happening at some point that's just how that's just how like they've tried to do this where they kind of like game plan Josh to be in a box at throughout the first half of yep. seasons. And then yep. at some point you just got to let him go. And then you play defense behind it. Like you play defense around it. And like the, the Miami dolphins game last year, like he, they, they tried to have really long drives to protect a very hurt defense. Like our, our we didn't have yep. both our safeties, uh, Milano and them were getting calf cramps all game last year. 
and our defense was struggling. Like They weren't struggling, but they were hurt, so they tried to protect the defense by elongating drives and having long drives. I'm pretty sure that was like for having two really good offenses last year, the drive count was probably at like six apiece or five apiece for them because everybody was just having long drives. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know exactly if that's was McDermott's plan at that point because we're very hurt. So he's like, yo, we need to have long drives, but they got to open up Josh. And if it's a 40 to 30 game, so be it. So you, man, you know, when you turn over 65% of your uh, roster offensively, right? New personnel and all this stuff. I think it's different for people like Stefan Diggs and Gabe Davis. They've seen Josh, Deion Dawkins, Mitch Morse. They've seen Josh like click. You know what I'm saying? But when you got guys like Deontay Hardy, Trent Sherfield, even James Cook to an extent, like he 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 was like he seen it, but he didn't really play in it, right? I think it's important for those guys to see Josh Allen click, be the Josh at the MVP front runner, that Josh Allen. I think this team, we've we're learning that this team feeds off of Josh Allen more than they realize, right? Like he just brings that that energy. I mean, I mean, right? more people like I'm. Lot of, there's there's a lot of people understand that like the team will go as Josh goes. Um, I'm not saying I, he doesn't have help, but you know what right, I'm saying, right? And like I I am un, uh, under the belief that they were just trying to establish some type of structural game plans for Josh for that so that later in games when we need like later in the season when we need long drives like we have that in the bag and them trying to test that out has put us down in games early um mm-hmm. yeah and it's just been like to get back from that is just tough like um it's NFL right so if you're if you if you don't have a lead at halftime like you're at a it's hard to win those games yeah, I, I think it's it is hard to win those games, and I think it needs to change. So now, so now that we know, right? Like we we're, we're, we we put this to kind of it has wings or whatever you want to call it. They still got to do it, and, and this is just us talking. But I hope that the coaching staff feels the same way, and they go, you know what? Like, let's use Tampa as another like stepping stone in this growth path. It'd be like telling Steph Curry, "All right, man. Like, we know you're a really good three point shooter." But what we need from you right now is to just hit mid-range jumpers and and work the paint, play in the post. That's that's what they're telling Josh Allen, right? That's not Steph Curry's game. Yeah, it's and not. Well, like the if you go back and watch like the Lakers Warriors season, they forced Steph to be the point guard, and that's just not who he. That's just not who he is. He's not a point guard. He's a he's a he's a shooting guard that's going to go run off screens. But the Lakers did a really good job of taking that away from him. So I, I I do think, and then they went out and got Chris Paul to kind of like take that responsibility, right? Away, you know what I mean? So right, um, it's adjustments, and you got to make adjustments based off of what you were given last. And I I have they have proven to adjust in the past, so I'm going to trust that they're going to adjust now. So you're listening to the chop up right here on the Buffalo Rumblings Vidcast feed. I also want to shout out all of our guys who don't show their face on the screen uh they do a lot of writing for us man those guys kill it like if you go on our website buffalorumblings.com you'll see an array of articles from from our guys man and they don't get enough credit so i I always want to make sure that i shoot some love to those guys because they're the ones that really kill it on the back end 
And, uh, you know, we're the ones that show our faces. But, you know, it takes a village to kind of get things going. But uh, BuffaloRumblings.com, make sure you guys like, follow, subscribe. All right. So with that being said, um, let's talk about some moves that the team has made. They, they, they got Eli Anku. We talked about him. But, like, the trade deadline looms. And Tennessee has verbally come out and said, all right, look, you want it? Come get it. Is there is there am I crazy to think that the Bills wouldn't take a look at D Hop, take a look at Derrick Henry, or any other player out there that that could that could really, you know, help Josh bring the Ferrari out on offense? What are your thoughts? I think if they were D Hop is more realistic. D Hop there his contract is like one point four for the rest of the year in mm. cap space or something like that. And uh I don't see them going after a running back. Hook has been solid, and they have Latavius Murray to block. So I, they maybe I just don't see them going after a running back right now. Um, but I, I could see a D Hop like he wants to be here, like in all here or Kansas City or somebody somewhere with a good okay. quarterback. Like he wants to be in one of those areas. So um, he got his bag, and it just makes sense to. It just would make sense. Like, it would make sense. It would right. make more sense. Now, let me let me let me talk to you about the the Derek Henry thing, just because of Sean McDermott, okay, and hit and hit what his idea or offensive philosophy and having you know a double threat, right, running the ball, passing the ball. I think Sean McDermott would want a running back like Derek Henry. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like more than I think you know others would. Um, I'll be okay with it, but. I'm starting to feel I know the head coach is going to have his hand in, you know, it's his, it's his, he's on the line, like offense, defense, special teams. He's going to get the final say and so forth. But man, like I need him to step away from the offense and just kind of let them figure it out. And, you know, he can kind of just be on the side, but that's not who he is. So I think, you know, last year, the bills, when we, when we were crying for wide receivers last year, what they do, they go get Naheem Hines and Dean Marlowe at the trade deadline. Like, I need somebody to say, Sean, dude, you worry about the defense. These guys, let Josh, he's in his sixth year. Like, Josh is, like, y'all worry about the offense. You guys figure it out. And Sean McDermott needs to stay away from the offense. What are your thoughts? Well, I well, I think he needs to kind of I, – I, I don't think that he is involved with how the offense is called on, on the field. I think he's involved with the game plan throughout the week. And so that's the only thing offensively that I think he's involved with. As far as picking up players, like he he's in that conversation with Bean. Like that's that's him and Bean. They are the they are the pieces that are going to go out and get you players. So I don't know. Maybe I now that you brought that up, maybe Derrick Henry is a possibility because he wants to have more of a running threat. But I I've seen Derrick Henry be bad when the offensive line is not elite. You know what I mean? So like yeah. we, <laughs> he had 20 carries for like 30 yards against us in the game here last year. Mm-hmm. And that our offensive line isn't much better at run blocking than the Titans were last year. So I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know, man. I would love to see D hop in this offense, though. That'd be nice. It would be it would add another element. You can move Diggs around to the slot sometimes. You can move Gabe or Gabe would probably stay outside. You can move D Hop and Diggs around to the slot, and yep. those would probably be your three receivers um, to come out to start it. Um, now that 
Knox is going to be hurt for however long. Then you have 11 personnel with Kincaid out there. That's four solid receiving options. Um, I can see it. Yeah, it'd be nice. It will, it'll be real nice. I, I feel like 11 is the way. 11 and 12, you know, you kind of mix and match and do your thing. But I feel like 11 is the engine. 11 is the engine. 12 is icing on the cake. I feel like get another wide receiver that's a, a route winner. And, and I think you'll get the Josh Allen that you're looking for. Um, Jerry Judy is also another option. I think he would be good um, as far as he's a good route runner. He could play. He could move in the slot. He could yeah. be if you wanted him to. But um, Jerry Judy would also be another one. Um, I really think that they're trying to get a linebacker, so it makes sense. It would make sense, in my opinion, to go after um, Al Shahir on the Titans and D-Hop and having a two-player trade and um, maybe trade away Dawson or somebody that like, and then picks like, yeah, re- yeah, re- refill their lineup with backup yep. linebackers and then get them picks. But yeah, I, I think Jordan Hicks from for the Minnesota Vikings, I think he'd be a, a good solid addition to the team. I just don't think that they're going to give up like starting value if they're in a position. No, where I don't think they will. I don't think they would. The I mean, are done, you know unless I mean? they took a swing uh, for with a different team and, and, and it was a substantial like, okay, this is definitely moving the needle. I'd be okay with giving up, you know. Like they asked for Greenlaw, right? That was a report. They asked for Greenlaw yeah. from the Niners and like they they just said no because they're in a position where they, they want to win now. So they're not going to give up players that are good in that position. Um, and and we don't even know if that's true. We don't, we don't, but like that was a report that was out yeah. there. So if that was, if that was the case, like going after these teams that are still in playoff for a good linebacker caliber player, is just not like not realistic. Um, you're going to have to go after the time. Like, I, I think Austin here would fit this crew with, with, uh, uh, to Bernard. Um, I think he would be a good linebacker to fill that void, um, plays up the middle, plays strong forward, reads defense as well. Uh, and he comes from a team that is not going to win, and he's cheap. Yeah. No, I think it'd be a solid addition. I I mean, I'll tell you what, right, like, I'd be okay with running it back with the linebackers you got. Like, I don't – you know, if you're going to do something, get a a one-tech, right? Get get another corner on on the defense side of the ball. And then, you know, offensively – because I feel like the defense, schematically, they're good enough to overcome this stuff. You know what I'm saying? I think you need – the help needs to be on offense. Well, I I, uh, I agree that – well, eh. <laughs> I think it could be on either side, the help. The offense, I wouldn't be mad. Defense, I wouldn't be mad. But with that being said, if you look at how the Patriots beat us up last – it was in the linebacker passing uh, – receiving areas, mm-hmm. and they beat us up with uh, – Dorian Kimmy might be great at some point, but the running scheme that the Patriots had, Dorian was lost. Doris, yeah. That's why he got sat. He got sat for a guy that nobody really likes, like in Terrell Dotson. Like we all understand what Terrell Dotson is, but like he's going to be in the right places majority of the time. He's just probably not going to make a play. Like that's that's where we're at with T Dot. So like if you're getting benched for that, you're struggling. Like you need to. Yeah, yeah. No, I feel like they gotta let Dorian just figure it out, man. You might as well. I can't. If you play 21 plays and you had five plays detrimental, to the I know, team, I know, but man, like, <laughs> come on. I, I think, I, I think you can let them just figure it out, dude. T Doc. Okay. So, like, if you're playing a team that has a very boring run play style, like, 
you might be able to live with Dorian, but any good team with a good run scheme is going to eat him. Alive. Yeah, for sure. So like the, the game with the Buccaneers coming up, that's a game where I, I want Dorian playing a lot of snaps, right? Because you don't have to worry. I mean, White as they're running back at Tampa, they, they their run game is not very good. They're not right. really good offensively. Like, I think you can get away with it. I agree. Like, you know, you kind of week by week kind of approach if they don't make a move. Um, I, would, I would rather have a them bring in a linebacker and not have to play either of them. In my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I, I get it. I would have to I get it. I get it. I get it. linebacker and not have to like uh, – because then the one tech – you all you need at one tech is somebody that's going to eat a double, not a good one tech. You don't need a good one tech, or you can bring in Sue too for cheap and have him play one tech. And he's gonna be like, and Namaka Sue is still a free agent, he's older, but he's gonna be able to play a good portion of downs, take him out on right, right, right. Downs, you know what I mean? So, like, you can go and get a problem solving D tackle that's not great if you have a good solid foundation linebacker group behind you. And that's what I would rather have. Yeah. Um, Logan has a good question here. He says, uh, does it feel like it's the one read and figure it out Josh offense? I don't feel like that. I feel like like when you watch all 22, Josh, is, he has the ability to go through, you know, he, he goes to his read and third read. I mean, he reads the defense. Like last week he didn't do so well. He wasn't, He I think he missed Shakir a couple times, short, Kincaid, uh, you know, he was kind of looking for, you know, down the field. Um, but I, I do think there's some nuance here. Um, I, so I think at times he needs to be more consistent with surveying the field for sure. Uh, I think he'd probably tell you that himself. But I don't feel like it's one read and figure it out, Josh. I think guys need to get open. I, you know, I think Gabe Davis is a big part of that. He needs to get open more. I, I However, I do – I think the one read – I think the running an offense consistent to – Josh having to make one or two reads and just getting the ball out has been has worked. Um, that four minute offense where he's just mm -hmm. catch pre snap read, I'm throwing it like it's worked here in the in the past three games. I'm this one where he's having he's late, he's late to all his check downs, he's late to all his like unless he unless he reads it well pre snap, he's been late because his initial read is digs, and with digs, you're going to give him a little bit more time to get open. And that means you're going to have less time to hit your hit your two, three, four, five options, whether they're open or not. And I just feel like that that has made him struggle. And now he's not being allowed to run the football or whatever it is right now. Like that even makes it worse. Like um, I I just think that the way we've been playing is not proactive to winning with this specific team right with now. Josh's skill set. Right. It doesn't work with him. Right? right. So he needs guys that can uncover quickly. That, that's just it. You, the, look, 11, run it. <laughs> Let him play backyard football. It's just, I'm sorry, people. It's just who he is. Like, and he's damn good at it. It's not like we're talking like a, he's a Kirk Cousins. Like, the dude plays well. Let him run the ball. Like, Josh, but slide, get out of bounds. You know, like, you don't have to run over linebackers and stiff arm people. You don't have to do all that. Be smart. I've only seen, I've only seen two balls. Uh, where Diggs has been in the last three games where he's been wide open and Josh has missed him. I've only seen two. Yeah, the I don't agree with the last that. game yeah, and the deep ball. I He generally doesn't miss Diggs when he's open, and that's like the one person he gen generally doesn't miss often. Um, he will miss like a tight end because the tight end, like Kincaid, was yelled at by Josh this last game because 
Kincaid ran a wheel route that was supposed to be a touchdown, and he looked back and was slide running like you like. And Josh told him, "You need to keep running. Like I'm yeah. gonna hit you and try. You need to keep running." And like that could have been the touchdown. It was wide open. Um, like there, there's a lot of like figuring stuff out to do on this offense, and it's not just on Josh. It's not just on the line. It's not or just Dorsey. receivers or Dorsey. It's the collective group are just not in cohesion with each other right now, and they'll find that at some point. I hope. They'll I hope they do. I hope they, they do. They, they have done that in the past. They've we're ca- we're counting on that. We just needed to happen. Right. Oh man. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. I don't know. I feel. I feel a little bit better, uh, talking it out. You know. It, <laughs> Hey, sometimes therapy's needed, bro. It is needed. Uh, but you know they got a game to play on Thursday. They got a I game to play on Thursday. They're gonna be great. They're gonna be great. All right, what's the, what's the score prediction? Uh, twenty three seventeen. Twenty three. Can I get thirty points? Nah, because like, well, here's what here's why I want to say twenty three seventeen is because I think that, um they're still going to come out in the first quarter and, and try to do what they've been doing. Um, they're stubborn oh, like that. Oh God. They're, st- they're stubborn see, like that. See, so And like, this is why I'm going to have a freaking heart attack on Thursday. But like, I also think that we'll be up like 23 to 10 at some point running the clock out. Like that's, that's what I, and like they mm-hmm. might score a touchdown late. If they come out lackadaisical again, we got problems. We got massive problems, bro. If you come out like you've been coming out the last three games for a fourth game, we got massive problems, dude. We got massive nah, I problems. Just don't, I just like I feel like offensively they're gonna try to run, like, and they might. The, You're probably you right. I mean? Like they're like they're just off, based off of like pride. Like I feel like they're gonna be like, oh no, that wasn't the problem. Like we need a more balanced offense. That this and that. And so like I can see them for the first quarter coming out and just doing what they've been doing. But at some point during this game, it's gonna click. Bruh, <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> I don't know if I can. Hey, 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 just stand by Thursday. Well, you're gonna be in the in the box. You're gonna be there and you know doing your thing. So I'll probably I'll be on the post game show. But I'm telling you right now. It better not look like it did on on Sunday, cause I'm gonna come unglued. I'm telling you right now, bro, I'm gonna come unglued. But uh, I feel like I said, I feel better. I think the Bills are gonna. I think I think the the latter. I think they're gonna come out with urgency. I think this is gonna be a 34 to 17 win for the Bills. Um, I think Gabe. We're gonna see some Gabe Davis in this game. Uh, I think he, you know, his matchup. I think he can win and down the field. That you know. Get him going down the field. I feel like Josh is just like Gabe in terms of like they they are emotional players in a sense and, and they need that confidence. They need to start like highlighting him early in games. I, I think that's what you're you're gonna get the best out of him if you target him early. You can always go to Diggs. Diggs is always gonna be there. First it actually would fourth, help Diggs too. Get Gabe going early, man. Yeah. Why it, does it, it always have to be? And then they wait so long. And then it's like, hey, look at the stash. He's one catch for six yards. And this is the second time we've seen stuff like this. Get him going early, man. It's better for your offense. Yeah. Whatever that looks like. I'm not, you know, I'm not champion, uh, championing, throwing in ball deep to him all the time. But, I'm, but get him the ball in his hands early. Get Deontay Hardy going. 
Like, I like what they're doing with Shakir. That's 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 nice. Like, but can we do some of that a little more sooner? Yeah. Yeah. I, Shakir get more snaps, I think, at slot. Yeah. Um, the problem with Shakir is like he's not the fastest receiver. So no, like, he's slow. Yeah. So like that slot like position is tough. Like you have to have a good mix of Sherfield coming in for Diggs and 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 Gabe on the outsides, and then Deontay Hardy and Shakir in the middle. And I think that's your lineup, right? You Deontay Hardy and Sherfield and yeah. uh, and Shakir kind of splitting snaps. Sherfield needed to get in there, in my opinion, to open it up. Like, um, it would be all right. Yeah, no. Um, I feel like um, if the, if they can get out and start out fast, I think that's going to be the best remedy. I like the fact that Dawson's not playing for a while. Um, just because he hasn't really done anything. That being fast, he's not the fastest dash, on this team. He's not being, being fast in a forty-yard dash and being fast in your route running is not the same thing. Not the same thing. His play speed is slow. Yeah, <laughs> and he's a four-five-three guy. Like he's not, he's not the fastest on the team. I would, I would give that to Sherfield, wide receiver. Yeah. Sherfield's the fast wide receiver on the team. But anyway. Um, damn, now I have nothing else to say. I think, I think we're done here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I wish we were talking about this Bucks game a little more, but, um, just like to kind of get, I, I didn't, I know you needed it, but like, I was just trying to leave that shit in the past, like leave it back there. Yeah. I think the bill, look, I, I, I gotta, I'm going to watch, uh, some Bucks all 22 tomorrow. I got to do that. Um, cause I, I just haven't. Usually I watch it by today. Like the next opponent, I have it done by Tuesday. I haven't done it yet, so I'm gonna I'm gonna spend some time doing that uh, tomorrow. But um, yeah, no, I need to get this off my chest, man, because I just wasn't feeling right. You know, yeah. I think the Bills can win this game, though. I think it's a must win now. It, this game's a must win, no matter how you slice it, no matter how you know the book. The Bucks aren't really a formidable opponent per se, matchup wise. Um, but they got it's a must have. You got you got to I need to see championship bills come out here on Thursday night and, and and take these boys to the woodshed. Yeah, I I I could see us coming out and just bullying them and winning by a lot. I could also see like a slower game. Um I but I we're going to win this game. I have full confidence that we're going to yeah. win this game. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. no. Tell slower. tell Jordan to make it happen, bro. Tell tell Jordan to make it happen. <laughs> yeah. All we're right, well. Marches, so we'll see. This is the chop up, man. It's been a pleasure being here with you guys. Make sure you like, follow, and subscribe. This is the chop up, folks, and we are out of here. Go Bills.